War in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401 439-6028 439-6028 Yankee Tree Service YankeeTreeService.com What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming Experts based right in Lincoln Tree removal since 2006 and also 24-7 emergency service available. Call Yankee Tree Service today 439-6028 439-6028 Whether it's tree removal stump grinding, tree pruning emergency service bucket truck at service and bobcat service since 2006 they've been performing tree removal service on top of that nothing stumps yankee tree service they provide stump grinding enjoy your landscape without the eyesore as far as pruning well let them get up there oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down at yankee tree service their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best the treatment plan for your tree and maybe it's an emergency service did something come down call them today 439-6028 439-6028 if they have to they get right up there in the bucket yankee tree service since 2006 tree trimming experts give them a call 439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com you're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. We have made it to Friday, and it's also the final day of September. Now, something that's in the news right now, and you're going to hear a lot about it, is the situation with RIPTA. And what they're basically saying is that they have a problem retaining drivers, and therefore they're going to have to cut some of the service. Now, I understand that there are certain routes that it makes sense. And let's just say there's a route and it comes you know it it arrives whatever it may be i'm just gonna like every you know 20 minutes or maybe it's every half hour and and some of the you know the buses are are running less than you know a third full all right well then i could say you're going to consolidate some routes and and maybe you know it it doesn't need to have a, a bus running there every 20 minutes so maybe it's just once an hour and 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 so forth so i i get some element of that but behind, if you pull back the curtain, folks, RIPTA has become, it is where political hacks go, where six-figure jobs are given out. Frank Montanaro was pushed out of the Rhode Island State House uh, all those years. They call it a beerly show job, where it's not a no-show job, but good luck trying to find them after lunch. Good luck, you know, summertime, taking time off, leaving early, basically going in the morning, return some emails, uh you know make an appearance have a cup of coffee take a meeting or two and then boom you know they're gone and and you never see them uh, after lunch but something else at ripta where the 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 it's it's a it's a seesaw type of pay scale because now they have the the former mayor warwick mayor avadesian he's the face of it right in the front man but behind the scenes it is you have the drivers who are underpaid in some ways, it's not easy, and, and passengers have become more contentious dealing with the general public, as we've seen, whether it is in retail or whether it is at an airport or whatever it may be, uh, deal, in restaurants, dealing with the public during the pandemic, the aftermath of the pandemic, it's become more, more difficult. People are more belligerent. Uh, people can get dangerous. People can be violent. So it's more dangerous, and and that is very much illustrated with a lot of the Ripta bus drivers. I have nothing against the drivers, but if you look the way Ripta is set up, there are a lot of high-paying jobs, and it suddenly became the Rhode Island State Police, who I respect and know a number of them, but retired troopers decided to descend on Ripta, and they have taken over the place, and so they get their uh, state police pension. And then they're grabbing sometimes six figure, sometimes more than that. But a lot of times it's it's jobs that are at least north of seventy five thousand dollars. And and they just hire one trooper after another and they pile them all in there. And it's become the way and I, I've heard this from people for quite some time. It's 
you know, then they only hire former troopers and then they're hiring each other and then they, you know, kind of cover for each other. But it's become Avedesians out in front. But you have all these retired state police that grab all these ripped jobs. Now, granted, they're law enforcement. Uh, I wouldn't say they have a background in transportation. Maybe they're competent. But you've got to question some of the pay, the perks that come along with it, the benefits. And suddenly all this money that should be going into the operation is going into all these high-paying executive jobs. So it, it sets up with the, it's like a seesaw. So you have some people, Avedesian and some of the state troopers, Studley's been there for a long time. They're all making high money. And then on the low end, you have the drivers, the people that you need, make it, you know, roll. And they're making, you know, the low end. So no, no one's talking about it. And and Ripta, it's it's kind of odd because, you know, Governor McKee has been pushing all this electric bus. And look how great this is. What 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 is the point of having an electric bus if people if you don't have enough drivers to drive the electric bus? I believe uh, the month of October could become the month that scandals start to break out at Ripta regarding what people are making uh people that are out for various reasons but are still collecting a full paycheck it is um it's like anything else when it becomes a quasi um uh, quasi public agency there, there's a lot of you know no one fully takes responsibility for it they're also the union obviously totally controls the place but our state leaders, you know, you get real nerve when you're telling people, you know, the people, the general public should be taking public transportation more. And and now all of a sudden you're cutting service. So this is I don't remember the last time they had a real press conference. You know, Ripped is having one today. Uh, most of the time when they do, it's all like fluff type of stuff. Um, it It is it is just, you know ludicrous that that suddenly becomes the place where all these people if you need a job and they land and then suddenly you know when something is going wrong that uh now they're, they're saying that the problem is retaining drivers so that is is something that needs to be addressed and on top of that i i just there needs to be more paying attention to exactly you know who it is that's getting hired there what is their real job description i i just wonder how much middle management do you need how many six-figure jobs do you need how many jobs do you need where someone is making that kind of money and and what it, what are they really putting back now also folks um i'll say this ashley kalis in some ways um she is a change she is is definitely stumbling a little bit in making the transition making the transition to uh you know in 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 relocating to rhode island and and maybe she would say you know she's had a lot to to deal with and with her children and with the fact that you know the practice that they were running and 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 maybe you know that is something she's going to come back to but at the at the same time it's um this business right now that she is running into some some problems with the the fact you know where, where she was registered to vote where they were getting uh the homestead exemption um it, you know whether or not something's a first home or second home i get it they're, they're busy they're juggling a lot but she has a good staff and they're working very hard but I, i'll say the media questioning some of these things these are these are legitimate questions. It's, it's going to be a shame with all the amount of time and effort that she has put in. And she has. Her and the t the, her staff, they're working very hard. But it, it would be that that's a tough one if then you're getting tripped up on, let's just say, the candidate and the family or maybe her and her husband have just been. And I don't I don't know her husband, but they maybe they're just a little sloppy with some of this stuff for, for lack of a better word um maybe they should have taken it just a little more seriously and been a little realize people are going to harp on that and the mckee people are harping on it but the next month the next 30 days i, w I want you to understand 
this is very important. This is the future where the state's going to go. Governor McKee has chosen the track of he's going to be the governor of insider deals, giving the special interest anything they want. The state will be business unfriendly, which it is. Taxes are too high. Services are not there. I, I just don't, I don't think Governor McKee, you know, here, there's two different things here. One is the ability to win an election. Does he have the ability to win an election where his opponent is someone who is a rel- who is a newcomer and is trying to find her footing? But make no mistake, he has staked out that he is going to take the track of insider deals. Everything is politically connected. It's like the insiders that live and work at the state house and all inside deals and then there's the rest of us that's that's what people are going to have to decide if that's the type of government governing that people want you know and ashley kalis again sometimes the campaign if i want to be objective which i do it seems a little bit of you know one step forward two two steps back she she gains ground she gains momentum people are definitely looking at her i'll say this People want to change. People want. People don't like the direction they're going. People do not have confidence and faith in Governor McKee. He is also. I'll say. I don't. I don't. I'm trying to figure out where he feels his policies, in any way, have been positive, for the regular taxpayer public. Because I. I just. I don't see it. I don't see where we're supposed to be excited, about any initiatives that they're putting in. There's there there is essentially there's no attempt. He's not even masking the attempt. And and partly it could be, and this isn't a defense of Governor McKee, but he is the subject of an FBI probe. And as we've talked about, what no one wants to talk about, that he doesn't want to talk about, no one wants to identify, is if you're a business leader, you would be reluctant. You know, put yourself in the shoes of you have to go to another state or city wherever it may be let's just say you you're a business person and you were thinking doing business in baltimore do you want to sit down with the mayor of baltimore if you learn that the mayor is under an fbi probe only because you know there's a lot of heat that comes with that if you're running a business you don't want to deal with uh, you know what was said what was discussed you don't know if they're being followed there's a lot that you don't know but a lot of people want to avoid that so the idea of I'll say this about Governor Roman. No, she understood the importance of the private sector. She understood trying to lure private sector businesses here. Folks, everybody can't just get a state job. Everybody can't get a job at the city. Everybody can't just, you know, Governor McKee, he almost acts as if we're not going to have private companies in Rhode Island anymore. As he as he demonstrated when he attacked CVS, very viciously attacked CVS. Everybody can't get a state job. That's not how, you know, a functioning state works. He has abandoned that. They have gone all in. And I recognize some people don't see it. But when you see this head of Bally's and he's trying to have a press conference announcing they're going to expand, which was Twin River. And you have the governor there and the speaker and the Senate president. And then who's right there? Head of the laborers right there. That means that they were basically told, if you want to build something, if you want to expand you have to pay off the unions. You have to give them what they want. You can't just put things out to bid. That's not how things work in other states. In other states, businesses are allowed to run the type of business they want to run in, in which they would be effective. So you, you just you, you can't pull off something like that. So I, I think, you know, this election, one of the reasons why I think Ashley Kalis, the Republican challenger, for governor and and admittedly she's never run for office before her campaign has not been a great campaign people are looking at her she's definitely going to get a look i think people would like to consider her but i think what it's going to come down to is if she can convince people of what the state and and i think she's actually going to get an opportunity in these debates coming up now the first debate is a week from tuesday it's channel 12 uh, then there's going to be a lull, and at the very end, right before the election, will be the Channel 10 debate. Now, I am Channel 12 will just have the two of them, and that's important. And 
I don't know what Channel 10 is going to do. If you're Governor McKee, you want as many people on the stage as possible. Because the more people on the stage, that just eats up the time that, number one, he would have to speak, and it also eats into her time. Uh, I, I don't go along with what why one of the people running for governor, he's a 21-year-old college student, and he's just doing it as a project. So he gets to be on the stage with the governor of Rhode Island and also Ashley Kalis, who has literally spent millions of her money and built a campaign and is is putting in the effort and working very hard to try to run a competitive, legitimate race. So it may, maybe that student could just get extra credit for getting on the ballot. If they want to do that, fine. But to waste our time and to feature people that have no shot, that are not running real campaigns, as a voter, I am very turned off by that. So that is, there's going to be a forum, as I mentioned, Providence Journal, the public's radio. They're not doing that. That's not democracy. That, that, that is a joke. I don't care what they say. You got to cut it off. There's no reason to include them. That is a mistake. I don't know who decided that. I don't know who ultimately pulled the trigger on that. But if they think that that's what we want to see, that you want to see, that I want to see, they are totally, totally mistaken. So um, we're going to follow. Now, also, the hurricane is not gone yet. The hurricane is recalibrating and is about to pound into the Carolinas. It is frightening to look at the damage done in Florida. It is. It is. Um, it is. I mean, Fort Myers looks like it's underground. And and that is one of the problems of Florida is hurricanes. And now they're really learning it. But now if this thing's hitting South Carolina, uh, is it going to go out west? Is it going to come up the coast or is it going to go out to sea? Can't predict that. You know, certain parts of Florida, Tampa was spared. The uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks, they're playing their game. They're going uh, back to Tampa, I think, today. Uh, they're going to play it Sunday. So Tampa was not. Other parts, western part of southwest Florida, obviously, were really pummeled by the storm. So, folks, all right, it's Friday. A lot more ahead. You're listening to The John DiPietro Show. Propane Plus in Rhode Island for all your propane needs. Call them 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, you can reach them at 508-252-3359. Propane, heating and cooling, it's Propane Plus. Their team's been there three generations. They're available 24-7 for service and delivery, and they plan on serving you for a long time to come. They offer online billing, ability to schedule a service delivery at the click of a button. And remember, all customers receive a free safety inspection on their equipment. It's Propane Plus. And remember, with propane, it's affordable, sustainable, equitable, good for the environment, and now it's renewable. Call Propane Plus today at 401 401- 885-4209 in massachusetts call them at 508-252-3359 they're very easy to navigate website it's propaneplus.com propane plus call them 401-885-4209 folks you're listening to the john DePietro show am 1380 99.9 fm joining us right now author of the woking dead how society's vogue virus destroys our culture. We want to welcome to the program. It is author AJ Rice. AJ, congratulations on the Woking Dead, brother. What's going on, brother John? <laughs> Great to be here. Fantastic. First of all, tell tell us a little bit about the uh, the background and the making, and just how you came about to put this book together. Well, look, uh, we're in, we're engaged in a in a cultural tyranny right now. And we've always had political correctness and we've always had the nanny state. You know, they're going to snatch the cigar out of your mouth or the salt shaker out of your hands. And, you know, it spins up every couple of years. I think the last time it spun up was the uh, Gen X Murphy Brown pantsuit mafia that loved Hillary Clinton in the 90s. They were telling us how to think and speak and walk and talk. But now fast forward to today. I mean, we the, the Woking Dead are everywhere. They're in your sports they're in your kids' schools. They're in your entertainment. They're canceling people. They're canceling the founding fathers with the 1619 project, right? They're pumping the Me Too movement, making boys, young boys out to be predators, you know, and they're just trying to put the phone down and maybe ask Sally to the dance. So, you know, we're in a war. And if you combine this, this woke tyranny, this cultural tyranny 
with the medical tyranny we just went through and the financial tyranny that the uh, reanimated corpse in the White House, Joe Biden's pushing on us. Uh, you know, we have a, 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 you know, a way to win in November if we can stick to just talking about those three things and not get distracted by shiny baubles like the Republican Party likes to do. Folks, again, we're speaking with author A.J. Rice. The book is The Woking Dead. A.J., I also want you to know, it is, what a sense, it is laugh out loud, honey, funny. You you have a you have a, such a great, unique, uh, let me just also ask you this. Where did you develop the sense of humor? When, when did you realize that you had the gift that you could look at something and put it in the comical context that you're able to well, do look, I, I'm, I'm the ceo of what is called joe pesci conservatism okay <laughs> straight out of philadelphia northeast philadelphia irish catholic guy you know i mean i didn't i didn't go to the fancy schools so i got a little bit of a little bit of hard scrabble state school guy went to penn state you know worked my way through college hanging out on villanova and temple and uh and LaSalle's campus and, you know, my parents are from Northeast Philly. Uh, and, and look, I think the Republican Party, being a conservative in America, there's no uniform for being a conservative, right? right? So, right. so burn, your, burn your bow ties. You know, Tucker took his off. George, yeah. Will, uh, George Will still wears one every once in a while. But this, this is where I come from. I mean, I, you know, I'm, uh, I try to bring humor I'm a millennial. I'm a geriatric millennial. I'm an older millennial, <laughs> but a millennial nonetheless. And I just think that, like my old mentor, Andrew Breitbart, used to say, hang a joke on these people. Yeah. Talk about the culture. And nobody cares who's running for, for Senate in Idaho, you know, because if you can hang a joke on someone, it's way more devastating than, you know, being an, an uptight, uh, Aristot- making an uptight Aristotelian argument, you know? You come right out of the box. And, folks, I want you to understand, it is such a fun, entertaining read. It's the type of book that what I like about it is you can put it down, come back, pick it right up, and just immediately jump into something different that has the same kind of nature of the humor. But I love right out of the box the Joe Biden funeral home president. How'd you come up with that? Well, look, I mean, he's he, he's presided over. he got two years of this guy, the, you know, the meat puppet that is dancing to the deep state. I mean, as soon as he got elected, the death the death ticker on CNN vanished. Probably <laughs> right. because it was, it was it. somebody hit the hit the pedal to the metal. I mean that we, we you know no one's talking about it right now, but people are still dying. They're, yes. they're not just dying; they're dying from the virus. They're also dying from the cure to the virus. So you know, and you've got children that are committing suicide because they've been locked in and 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 sort of you know captured. I mean, look, the youth has been captured. And and we're talking Gen Z, but some millennials, too. And, you know, the Me Too movement made them all predators. Uh, the George Floyd dying made them all racist. Yeah. They're tearing down everything. The virus sends them all home from school. You know, and now they're they already was a generation born with a smartphone in their hands. They already have a hard time being authentically human. So. So and now they're they're completely captured, and I think that's what they want. I think it's by design. They send Stephen Gary into the bathroom, the women's locker room. <laughs> Look, I was joking with Ingram, uh, who I was the executive producer for for many years, uh, and she endorsed the book and uh, you know, yeah. gave a blurb for the book. We we were fighting in the mid two thousands. We were fighting the book. Tommy has two mommies. Right. John, right. Yes. Yeah, Tommy doesn't just have two mommies now. Tommy's got two daddies, two mommies. Tommy's not even Tommy anymore. That's he's, right. He's, you know, he's uh, Eileen. <laughs> Tommy's two mommies are transitioning to become two two daddies. I love them. Um, how'd you come up with Section Nine pastimes to hate America? I, I, I think that is so on the money. It's just gold. Look, I'm a baseball guy. I love the uh, Phillies. I love the Red Sox, the Cubs. You know, I'm an old school guy. Uh, you know, I like baseball towns. I mean, look, I like all sports, right? But, you know, some of these sports, now some have been better than others. The, the NHL doesn't really get, you know, down with some of this craziness. And to, you know, Venus and Serena's credit and Tiger Woods' credit, I don't really hear much coming out of them about, you know, taking it to the man. Um, but, look, some of our athletes have turned their profession into a pastime to just rip us. Yeah. And I guess the calculation, and if you're looking at someone specifically, let's take 
you know, the dummies, the two dummies, LeBron and, and, and KD, Kevin Durant, I mean, I think their calculation is we can replace the customers here in the United States because I've got 1.3 billion Chinese to, to fill their seats with. That's right. I mean, I think that's the calculation. And Michael, all the way up to Adam Silver, the head of the, the NBA commissioner, and Michael, all the way up there. I don't know, but it appears that a lot of these corporations that have gone woke, Disney's another one, Nike, Coca-Cola, Levi's, it seems that they're willing to not not take the John and AJ money. They don't want it. They don't want the, the, the audience of this show. It sounds like they're willing to lose them and replace them with the communist foot soldiers in China. Folks, again, we're speaking with author AJ Rice. The book is The Woking Dead. It is a must read. It'll be a tremendous holiday gift coming up in just a few months how society's vogue virus destroyed our culture aj i want to go back to section one though um part of hunter biden white crackhead privilege i'm surprised i haven't seen more this stuff is such gold i'm surprised i haven't seen more of these type of headlines pop up up on social media because it's it's so different and it's right on the money well, look, I'm, look we try, we're trying to have fun, right? I mean, yeah. what is the definition of comedy, right? To transform uh, horror into humor. And let's face it, I represent Bobby Kennedy Jr., I represent yep. Robert Bork Jr., and I represent George P. Bush, and I've represented Donald Trump Jr. And if any one of them was caught wearing a fur coat and their <laughs> tidy whities with cocaine and hookers, the way the current president's son has been caught in a thousand photos that I'm sure they're all photoshopped, John. Yeah, right. Uh, they would they would be strung up. They would be drawn and quartered. They'd be in the clink, you know. And what's the 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 horror, of course, is they forget the celebrity children. There's regular, you know, urban people out there, black, brown, whatever, that get picked up and they're thrown away for decades for doing what Hunter's doing, and we're all laughing about it. And big tech is suppressing it, and it's it's an outrage. So, yeah, he's got white crackhead privilege. <laughs> Folks, again, the book is The Woking Dead, A.J. Rice, How Society's Vogue Virus Destroys Our Culture. I'm going to have a link to it on our Facebook page. And, A.J., that was a, a great plug by Judge Janine for the book on the five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Laura did something similar. In fact, wow. Yeah, I think I'm going to go on with Ingram on TV maybe next week. But no, the judge and I, I mean, she's like my surrogate mother. She uh she keeps me in line, right? So, she knows how to she <laughs> she knows how to keep me moving, right? So, we got a new book with her coming out in January. We'll get her on. I know your audience probably loves her. She's a pistol. Oh yeah. No, she is she is uh, dynamite. She adds a lot to the five. What I also like is you're already establishing this is volume 1 because I have a feeling we're going to see not only Volume Two, Volume Four, Five, Six. Uh, I think you've hit gold with well, this. No one's doing this. No, no they are not. Look, look right wingers. There's plenty of right wing, but conservative books and libertarian books. But you know, I, for me, I'm part of the short attention span theater generation, yeah. and I set the book up so that you don't have to read it cover to cover. You can hop around almost yes. like a music album with track listings. Right? Yes. You got ten, ten sections, ninety-seven vignettes. Um, and look, there was a ton of stuff that we booted out of this thing. Wow. So, so no, we're, we're, we're definitely uh, conceptualizing a volume two down the road. And, and, you know, I would love to be back. But it's a fun read. you got the holidays coming up. you got your liberal brother-in-law or, or nutty woke nephew <laughs> that's majoring in, you know, underwater lesbian basket weaving. Bring them, bring them a copy. Let them, look, <laughs> let them have some fun with it. You know, it's not a... It's not a. I'm not talking down to people. No. Or anything. I'm joking, joking around, and you know, uh, look, it's humor always brings people together. Absolutely. Unless you know, they're, you're really joyless, like the women on the View. That's right. No, folks, it's. I'm telling you, and it's laugh out loud funny, folks. He's AJ Rice. AJ, great to talk to you. Congratulations on the book. We'll talk to you again. John, you're a patriot. We love you, brother. Thank you, AJ. J. Perry Paving. Folks, you can depend on J. Perry Paving. They provide high-quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, over 20 years' experience, specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, and much more. Call them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. They are tremendous. They also, how about this, once a month, they provide a free paved driveway to a veteran. And remember, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway, 
that needs to be refreshed. Call J. Perry Paving for a free quote. It makes a huge difference in your property, in your home, in your driveway or patio. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. 401-732-1730. You can also find them on Facebook. They're terrific. Hey, get that driveway paved. Call and book an appointment now. 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. The Coesed Inn. 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick, Rhode Island tradition since 1977. Delicious food, great atmosphere, whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge. They can also accommodate large groups. A great meal, a feast is waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. Stop it and see them all year round. 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. They're waiting for you at the Coesed Inn to the john DePietro show it's am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at our website dipetro.com remember weekdays 11 to 2 but visit the website dipetro.com that's the best way to reach me there's a direct link contact john we also have all our sponsors right there we have unique original reporting stories videos also all our links to social media whether it's facebook when we do facebook live or youtube or twitter it's all right there at the website dipetro.com and then remember once you're there you can also visit the shop we have great gifts that you can get it's a happening all links to the show plus if you ever miss any part of the show it's all right there under radio show right there folks it all starts by logging on at dipetro.com and on the left hand side you can always listen live again all our links everything begins and ends right there at the website dipetro.com you like to be introduced to everybody? You know, everybody for some reason picked up Undertaker. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to no, you. All right. Sheriff Urbano have... Benny Martinez. Yes, sir. That sound good? All right, Sheriff Martinez. You are the sheriff at Brooks County. Yes, sir. You know, I don't have to tell you. It, it's my understanding. How, how close are you? You're, you're right... Brooks County, you're you're right at the border. You're dealing with the people that come right up the border. Yes, sir. We're seventy miles north of the border. Seventy miles. Wow. Okay. Um, how long have you? Let me just make sure you talk right into the microphone. How sure. long have you been? Um, how long have you been the sheriff of Brooks County? Uh, seven, six years. Six years. Yes. And I'm just going off at the and um, at the end of July. Is that true? There were. 66 bodies of dead migrants. Is that accurate? Yes, sir. Well, uh, we're currently at 78. 78? Yes, sir. And what, what is the, I'm sure it's varied, but what are some of the various causes of death? Hydration, weather. Hmm. That's that's number one cause of death. Yeah. Yes. Take us inside a little bit. Now, first of all, where, where are you from? Where did you grow up? Brooks County. Brooks County? Yes, sir. Okay. And when did you decide or realize that you wanted to be a sheriff and be in law enforcement? That was probably at the age of 20. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, at the age of 20, uh, I felt like that was a calling I had. So I got into the State Police Academy at the age of 22. Hmm. Graduated at the age of 23 and been a long Texas, Texas State Police. Texas State Police for 29 years. Is that the is that the Texas Rangers? The, the, no. The, yeah, it's the, it is. It's, it's how the Texas Rangers are formed. Okay. It's, it's called the Texas Department of Public Safety. Yep. And within that, the branch, there's a service called the Texas Rangers. Okay. I took the service of narcotics versus Texas Rangers. I I, I felt more at ease uh, going to the field of narcotics versus Texas Rangers. Sure. And when did you become the sheriff of Brooks County? 2017. Mm. What kind of department do you have? We have a small department. Uh, myself, command staff of two or three, and then the five deputies that I have out there working. So, what what vehicles or horses? Vehicles. Okay. Could yeah. you could you ride a horse if you needed to? Yes. You too. Yes. Do you have horses at your disposal if you have to use yes, them? Sir. You do. Yes. And what was it like 2017, 2018, 2019? 
Well, it, it was it was uh, it wasn't like this really. It was very mild. Uh, we I felt like everything we had things under control. I think we had the lowest at 30. You know, when the new administration came in, the Trump administration came in, it it, it settled. Okay, it, it settled, and that's because the implementation of of his uh, the wall and everything else that went with it. Okay, the re resources that were being applied to the border. So that helped a lot on, on inland, so to speak. Okay, so anything that's that that's done in, along the river, it helps inland. Okay, that's pretty much a common sense type of issue. The more resources you put on the front, the less re you know less resources you need at the other end. So Brooks County um, people there, working families struggling. Very much so. Yeah. Uh, 90, 90, 95% of them are Hispanic population. Uh, most of the work they do, if it's major work, they got to go outside the county. Mm. I think the highest uh, employment entity is the school, the schools, and uh, a private sector that, that houses uh, federal uh, inmates. When... when um what is, I don't know if there is a typical day, but what would a typical day be like? You know, it varies, but on a typical day, uh, we can go out into the brush and maybe recover two or three bodies ah. in one day. Is that a big part of it? Yes. Majority. So you work, you work with the medical examiner? Well, yes, in Laredo. It's in Laredo, Texas. Okay. But, and we do have our own morgue mm. that we have in there in, in, in the county, in the sheriff's office. Yep. Do you, um... How would you describe the traffic of people that enter our country and come through Brooks County? You know, that's, that's a good question. You, you have your workers that, that, that are going to come into work, but you also have your criminal uh, element within the workers, okay? We have a, a pretty good percentile that are hardened criminals that are filtering through, okay? We, we do have... We work sexual assault cases that occur. Oh, that's, that's another issue we, we handle. Uh, we worked uh, where they go out there and steal. Uh, they, they they steal implements of, of uh, in terms of tractors and and, uh, and just drive, go cross country with it. Just wow. tearing up fences as they drive the tractor. Do they respect our laws? No, they don't. No. Do they respect you and your staff? Uh, no, because we don't. do have a lot of uh, fleeing vehicles, you know, uh, fa uh, fail to yield type of uh, issues. Yep. You know, we can have those maybe three, four times a day. Now, what do you what do you tell your crew when they are dealing with the fail to yield? To be very careful. Yeah. Uh, because they're also using their their uh, escort vehicles to block oh. block the police block block us, right? So they can get away. So that's another issue that we, we deal with. Hmm. And many of the, um, you're saying it's up to 78, many of the migrant uh, bodies that are found. All ages, all genders, mostly men, mostly female, young, old. Well, the youngest I, I've gotten so far has been 15. Ah. The oldest uh, varies between 50. 60. It, it doesn't discriminate. Right. And we're right about 50-50, maybe 60% males, 40% females. So it, it, it really, it just doesn't discriminate. The weather does not discriminate. It doesn't matter how healthy you look. If, if you get to that point, yeah, yeah you're going to be left out there and you'll eventually die. And is, this is, I mean, I would, some of the people that you find... Do they tend to fall more on the side of they they want to come here as workers? It's not someone that's carrying, say, you know, an amount of drugs. That's correct. Yeah. But we, we do also find what we refer to as backpackers. There there are carrying drugs through, uh, and they have the lead the lead person or the one in the rear or both in the front and in the back. They they have long arms. So we know that's a different type of group. Mm. Okay. So, you know, we, we got into those type of issues. And uh, we have arrested some. Well, actually, we arrest all of them. 
right? Uh, what jail cells right there? You do have a, we do have a jail. Yep. Yes. We, How many? How 40, many beds? Forty. Good for forty inmates. Oh yeah. Yes. And where do you stand right now? Capacity. Uh, right now we're minimal simply because I had a lot of my staff members that relocated themselves to other employment. Oh. Better, uh, higher hourly wage. So that's where we're at on, on that end. But we're, we're still accepting uh, prisoners or, you know, whomever needs to go to jail will go to jail. Do, do any of them speak English or most it's all Spanish? There's some that we've... we've uh, the returnees, so to speak, they speak some English, yes. And then there's some that, and actually, you're going to actually know the, the coyote a lot quicker because of the way he's dressed and the way his demeanor is, okay? Oh. More more profound in, in terms of looking at you and you know, going to the questionnaire versus the, the, the others that don't speak English. They'll look at you like, okay, what are, what are we talking about? So oh. everything has to be translated, right? So you, you can tell real quick, like, folks, again, we're speaking with, uh, well, he's known as the Undertaker Sheriff, but it's Sheriff uh, Benny Martinez. Sheriff, um, is there a cartel presence in Brooks County, Texas? Yes, uh, they, they've, they've always been there. Uh, back in 2009, myself and two of my deputies, we were on the hit list from the Zetas. Because oh. we took down 2,000 pounds of, of their narcotics going through the oh boy. Uh, wow. ranch lands. Yes, we, we, we've always had these type of uh, smuggling rings going through there because oh. people know the rings. And, of course, uh, it, it, there's a lot of locals there that are, that are also involved in issues like that, right? So they, they grab keys, they borrow keys to the ranch lands, and, and they'll travel through. And we took down a, a ton of dope. Which oh. is not unusual. Yep. Uh, and uh, it was on an affidavit saying that uh, myself and uh, my children were mentioned and oh two boy. of my deputies. So issues like that, honestly speaking, I knew what I needed to do. Mm. Okay. And I was going to do it. So, yep. But uh, they, the federal government asked me to stand down and they'll handle it. They, mm. they took care of it. Um, any communication with the governor's office? Yes. You do? Yes. Governor Abbott? Governor Abbott, yes, sir. Has he been supportive? Oh, yes, sir. He has been? Yes, sir. In you fact, have a high opinion of him? Yes, I do. Uh, I, I have supported his initiative from the, from the beginning because I could see the influx of people. I could see how things were kind of out of control, so to speak. Uh, the evading arrests were, felt the years were high. The, the number of people who were coming were high. Uh, we just don't have the, the funding to maintain and sustain what mm-hmm. we wanted to do. Back in 20, 2012... We took a big hit in terms of funding, uh, almost almost seven to eight hundred thousand dollars that the county lost from the general fund. Oh. So we had to lay people off, and we had to cut our salaries by five percent. And and I'm still trying to recover those monies to the county. Oh. So at that point, I went to the to Governor uh, um, Perry. He was the governor. Yeah, Rick Perry. Yes, and and, and uh, Lieutenant Governor was Dewhurst. So. We had a roundtable discussion, and, and funding started from the governor's office. And up until this day, we're still getting funded hmm. through the governor's office. So, it, it's, Could you it's, use more staff? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and this is one of the initiatives also that we could hire more staff hmm. uh, in, in Brooks County. I can, instead of the five, I can definitely double, triple that. That's what I need hmm. because it's constant. Okay, you get... That, that is problematic, Sheriff. It if, is. If they... No, if they're instructing people, all right, go, you know, drive 90 miles an hour because then they won't chase you, fail to yield. I understand, you know, there can be a lot of damages and high-speed chases Mm -hmm. are looked at different ways. And if anything, now it's frowned upon with law enforcement. But at the same time, they use that as a means knowing that your crew is not going to follow them. And I understand why, but once they exceed 90 miles an hour. Well, and and as... Absolutely correct. Yeah. But this is what I've done. I, I have what you would call a, a, a memorandum of understanding with, with various counties along the coast of Texas. Okay. All the way up to Fort Bend. So if we if this happens, all we do is advise this is what's happening. This is what it looks like. This is the tags. and on Because a lot of the, the registration, the license plate, they're stolen from other vehicles. And all they do, it matches the vehicle they have. So on, on site, you think... 
it's a good plate, but it really is not. Mm. So we look for the vehicle itself and and uh, try to get it to a point where they're dropping off or following where it's going. So there's a lot of avenues that we have that we can utilize besides getting into a high-speed chase. At your jail, are, are the inmates, are they dangerous or are they just people that came over and then they, they got caught? Well, we don't house people that we just... Get, okay. We, we don't do that. Right. We just turn around and give them to Border Patrol. We have okay. a Border Patrol station there. Sure. We have a, a checkpoint so there. So what type of, what does a, someone have to do to become one of your, your prisoners? Smugglers. Smugglers. We okay. go after the smugglers. Smugglers. For, of narcotics. Uh, yeah, or, or people. Or human trafficking. Or human trafficking, yes. And there is some of that. There is lots of that. There's well, lots I mean, of that. I, I think in the first quarter, we probably had like 100 cases in the first three months. Wow. Yes. And, and when you catch them... You know, how, how do you know? Is it t- t- take me through? How do how do you apprehend a smuggler? Well, again, if if they stop, right, we, 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 they get arrested. Yep. If they continue and we, we happen to intercept them in a, another county, we just bring them back to our county. We just mm. get them arraigned and bring them back to our county. So they're, they're, eventually they're going to go to jail, either where they actually got stopped or back in our county. So it varies on, on the agreements we have and how we, we do, the, do the process. Mm. We want to make sure we get them prosecuted. You know, I um, first of all, folks, again, we're speaking with Sheriff uh, Benny Martinez, the undertaker uh, from Brooks County. Sheriff, uh, before I let you go, it, it is, um, I, I have been here in the past when the sheriffs are then either going to the White House or they're coming back from the White House. They're being greeted. There's a reception. Um, but what a difference it would make if this in- was a, a testified last week on, on, on yes, the committee. That's right. And, and they were calling you a liar. Yes. A fearmonger. Wow. Fearmonger. Yes. Who was that? that- was a chairperson Padilla out of California. Yes. But yeah. that's their narrative. Their right. narrative is everything is fine. Don't you can't testify to this because everything is fine. You yes. don't know what you're saying. Huh? Okay. Just like all these narcotics coming across, you know, he said basically said, okay, the only n- narcotics coming across through the port of entry. Okay, mind you, all there. So how can you justify those flowing across? Right. So there's no okay. He's not good data. Though. So, but they don't want to see that. They're they're just have blinders did you hear from people after he called you a fair monger well, i've heard about i heard from my own colleagues right yeah and 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 they just we kind of like laughed at it because yeah. that's their narrative ridiculous that's their narrative yeah and, and it's it's we need to kind of like wake up and, and start you know looking at what's happening hmm. and and you know we're a small county i get it we don't they, don't. they don't need Brooks County to get elected. I get it, but guess what? We have human beings there. Yes. And these people that are dying, there's nothing compassionate about what they're do- going through. Nothing at all. That's right. Okay. You know, and the governor's going to do what he can, and I hope he does more because we need a lot more. Uh, all right. I, and I, I'll, I'll agree with that. But there's nothing compassionate about what's occurring in Brooks County or anywhere else for that matter. That's right. Sheriff Benny Martinez. Sheriff, thank you for taking the time. Thank you for stepping up. Thank Thank you for being a guest on the John DePietro Show. The next time you have an emergency, head straight to AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Suite 122 in Johnston, or East Greenwich 5750 Post Road. AtMed Urgent Care. Urgent health care facility providing comprehensive outpatient health care to individuals, families, specializing in in ambulatory medicine diagnostic treatment service at med urgent care they provide immunization school sports physicals they're a cost-efficient health care alternative to hospital-based emergencies they're open seven days a week walk-in routine urgent care minor surgical orthopedic and trauma work-related injuries physical exams drug testing full laboratory services and with at med urgent care they offer mononuclear antibody infusions. You, someone in your family suffering from COVID, you want to go straight to AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, Johnston, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Suite 122, or East Greenwich, 
5750 Post Road, online at atmedurgentcare.net. To the John DePietro Show, it's AM 1380 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, depietro.com. Folks, visit the website. On the website, you'll see all our links to social media, whether it's Facebook or YouTube, Instagram, even TikTok. Plus, you if you want to reach me, that's the best way to do it. We have unique, original stories, videos, content. Log on right at the website, depietro.com remain healthy stop it and see marie at it's my health 1099 mendon road in cumberland you can also look for her on facebook but call her 401-305-3585 you know the building it's that historic white church diagonally across from davenport restaurant it's my health what do you find inside well first of all great service great selection vitamins herbal remedies from trusted companies local products like ice honey maple syrup beef fresh gum over 250 bulk herbs teas and spices plus hemp and cbd products natural skin care it's my health pop in and see marie 1099 mendon road in cumberland there's things for your pets there's things for your children there's things for your health stay healthy at it's my health 1099 mendon road in cumberland again call marie 401-305-3585 diagonally across from davenport restaurant propane plus in rhode island for all your propane needs call them 401-885-4209 in massachusetts you can reach them at 508-252-3359 propane heating and cooling it's propane plus their team's been there three generations they're available 24 7 for service and delivery and they plan on serving you for a long time to come they offer online billing ability to schedule a service delivery at the click of a button and remember all customers receive a free safety inspection on their equipment it's propane plus and remember with propane it's affordable sustainable equitable good for the environment and now it's renewable call propane plus today at 401 401- 885-4209 in massachusetts call them at 508-252-3359 they're very easy to navigate website it's propaneplus.com propane plus call them 401-885-4209 to the john DePietro show it's am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at our website dipetro.com remember weekdays 11 to 2 but visit the website depetro.com that's the best way to reach me there's a direct link contact john we also have all our sponsors right there we have unique original reporting stories videos also all our links to social media whether it's facebook when we do facebook live or youtube or twitter it's all right there at the website depetro.com and then remember once you're there you can also visit the shop we have great gifts that you can get it's a happening all links to the show plus if you ever miss any part of the show it's all right there under radio show right there folks it all starts by logging on at depetro.com and on the left hand side you can always listen live again all our links everything begins and ends right there at the website depetro.com 